What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. He doesn't even know that I just threw up. Like, he loves me. And then he said, we should hang out. And I said, yeah, that's cool. We should. Well, what I was really thinking, hang out? We should hang out? (laughs) That's cool. Because I was thinking, what if we got married? (laughs) The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hey, besties. Welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I am your big sister and your host, Violetta. Today, we have a brand new Tuesday episode. It's Benson Knows Best, where you send me your questions and I give you advice. Today is going to be a get to know me episode. And also, we are now on YouTube. So make sure to find me on YouTube to watch these videos of me give you the advice on YouTube, whether they're serious or they're more funny and sweet like today. <laughs> so I can't stop laughing. I'll tell you in a second why. But yeah, make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel right now. It's almost adulting. I'm trying to grow the YouTube channel. So please help a sister out. And obviously also subscribe on the podcast app and Spotify. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Okay, so done with that. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, you guys. I have to tell you something. <laughs> I'm clearly, I'm on a whole new level of delusional. What does that mean? You're not going to believe this, but I met my future husband this weekend. Not met, I know him. I ran into my future husband this past weekend. And if you're like, oh my God, when's the wedding happening? Well, he doesn't know we're getting married, but I know. I've always known. I met this man eight years ago, eight, nine years ago. He's tall. He has a good job. He's handsome. He's a player. He was never into me. And that told me, you know what? My daddy issues were tangling. And they said, that's my type. I love this man. This man will one day be my husband. I thought this eight years ago. So mark my words right now. I know this guy's going to be my husband. I've never wanted to be anyone's wife. Honestly, never wanted that. But with this guy, I'm going to be that man's wife. (laughs) I've decided. That's my level of delusion that I think everyone should be on. But I promise you it's happening. Anyway, over the years, when I met him, he wasn't that interested in me because he was busy just sleeping with all of Hollywood. And I was like, that's fine. You know, eventually he's going to run out of women to sleep with. And then he'd be like, what's Violet up to? That day has not come yet because you know what? Hollywood is really big. So... (laughs) But last year I ran into him at a party and he seemed a little off. Like he was, I don't know what he was going through that day, but he wasn't feeling me the way I would expect him to feel me. Maybe because I was kind of seeing his friend, whatever, not a big deal. Forget that part. So minuscule, (laughs) doesn't matter. Anyway, I ran into him this weekend. I went out. 
I ate something and it made me really nauseous. So I was throwing up in the bathroom and then I walk out of the bathroom. <laughs> okay. First of all, take everything I say with a grain of salt. Like right now I'm obviously being sarcastic, not about me throwing up that did happen, but I'm being extra delusional and sarcastic. So just laugh with me and don't take this as real advice or being serious. Like, let me just be a silly goose. Okay, cool. I'm glad I had to have the disclaimer because it's 2023 and you just, you never know, but that's why you should watch this on YouTube instead of listening. Okay. So I just finished throwing up. I walk out of the bathroom. I don't feel good. And I ran into him. Now it's been, I think almost a year since I've seen him. And I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about my husband, (laughs) but there he is. He still looks good. And he this time looked happy to see me. Finally, finally, it felt like I was good enough for him. (laughs) Totally kidding. (laughs) But finally, he was like feeling me and he's just like, oh, you look really nice. What are you up to? What's going on? We had like his, all of his friends left and he was still just standing there talking to me. And I'm like, wow, he's in love with me. Like he wants me so bad. He doesn't even know that I just threw up. Like he loves me. And then he said, we should hang out. And I said, yeah, that's cool. We should. Well, what I was really thinking, hang out? We should hang out? (laughs) That's cool. Because I was thinking, what if we got married? (laughs) I know you're thinking like, whoa, whoa. Is this too fast? Like, do you think like we're rushing into it? But like, I don't know. It feels right. I mean, it feels right. Do you agree? Obviously, that's not what I said. Like I said, I was like, yeah, we should. (laughs) And then I walked back to my table. And then afterwards, he was like, oh, what'd you do after? And I said, I I went home because I was throwing up when you ran into me. And he was like, oh, my God, you didn't give off the vibe, just threw up. And I'm like, you like me so much. Like, you're so in love with me. It is so obvious. And yeah, I mean, look, he's had eight, nine years to confess his love to me. And he hasn't. And one side you can say, oh, V, it's because he never really liked you. Give up. I'm thinking, what if it's because he's so in love with me, it was actually hard for him to confess his feelings for me. Like he likes me so much, he didn't know what to do. And he was like, I need to be the perfect man for her. She's so perfect that like, I need to be the best. So then he started practicing first was sleeping with every woman in Hollywood. He was like, I need to be the best sexually because I know how sexual V is secretly because she's a Scorpio. So I will practice for her. So like right now, whatever girl currently has his pee pee in her mouth. I just want to say thank you so much for doing God's work. Thank you so much for training my future husband to be the best that he can be. Thank you so much for training my man to be the best man, the best husband for me. So thank you for doing that for me. (laughs) Thank you for all the women in the past that he's been with for me. (laughs) So that's what I think happened. All these years, he's like, still not enough for her. Another year goes by. He's like, is it time to call her? Nope, not yet. I can still be better for her. And now he's like reaching his forties or in his forties, but he's like, I think he's getting there. I think he's so close to running out of women to sleep with in LA, that finally, maybe (laughs) he'll finally realize what's right in front of him. And it's me. I've been there this whole time, dating all of his friends, 
Just kidding. Just waiting for him. Just kidding. Maybe. But what a love story. What an LA love story. I mean, this is a true romance of Hollywood. No, but yeah, all jokes aside, that will be my future husband. I hope he takes, not a hope. We will be going out on a date by the end of this month. Has he asked me out yet? No, but it's going to happen because I believe it. And if I think about it, if I think about something for long enough, I kid you not, it happens, especially with guys. Once a man catches my eye, I will flirt with them a little bit, but then I don't go out of my way to chase them. That's not my thing. Like I'm making known that I'm interested. Like I'll make a joke. When are you taking me out? That's as far as I go. And then I will just think about them a lot and hope that they get the hint, the idea. And normally somehow it happens. So I think he will ask me out. He will. He's going to. He's asking me out right now as we speak. Because I did say, when are you taking me out? And he said next week. And then I just, I liked it. I hearted it because I'm playing hard to get. Minus the fact I just talked about it in my podcast. <laughs> but look, you guys, I mean, that's my husband. Like, that's my man. Of course, I'm going to talk about my man on the podcast. I only spent 10 minutes talking about a guy. I mean, I only spent 10 minutes talking about a guy that doesn't even know, like, I exist. Like, does he even know my last name? Who knows? But he will be screaming it. Am I right? <laughs> cool. Anyway, enough about me and how lucky I am that I ran into my husband this past weekend after throwing up a salad. But yeah, it's happening. I can't wait till we're together. And I'm going to be like, I told you guys, manifesting works. All right. So <laughs> why don't we get started with today's episode? Today's episode is a really fun one. Okay. Because I'm going to give you some hacks and I'm going to give you some answers. First of all, let's start with me answering some of your questions. So someone asked me, what is one thing you will never do again? So I actually have two things for you. The first one is I will never spend time writing paragraphs to a man again. When you get to a point where you have to write a full-on essay of what a man has done wrong or how a man has hurt your feelings and you write a whole ass paragraph for him, that's when you know it's over. Usually when women write paragraphs to a guy, it's at the end when they're finally just done and they're ready to walk away, but they still write that last paragraph. And I recently saw some video by some jackass guy who's, I think you call them red pill person. I don't know, whatever it's called. He said how men should be thankful when women write those paragraphs, because the longer the paragraph, the more you know that she cares about you. I think if you get to a point, I think if you get to a point where you have to write paragraphs to a man for him to give a shit about you, you already lost. Like that's not the person you want to end up with. If I get to a point where I wrote a paragraph to a man, that's not the man I want to end up with. So that is one thing I'll never do again is even waste my time writing a forking paragraph. That man does not deserve you or me. Okay. The second thing I will never do again is date a broke man. Broke guys are not for me. I've tried it once and I will never do it again. And I have a fun story for that with one of my friends, not me. I don't waste my time talking about exes, but okay, let me tell you about my friend. This is a good story in general, not just about, first of all, my friend only dates rich men. And watching my friend and how she dates these rich guys has inspired me to only date rich guys because I'm sorry, but if I'm going to be crying over a guy, at least I'll be crying in a Maserati and not in a Toyota. <laughs> so 
Sorry. Okay. But this is an inspiration story. It's not about broke men. She just inspired me to come up with the story because she only dates rich men. By the way, there's nothing wrong with saying you want a man that's a provider because men and women look for two different things. And I think it's so funny. It's always the guys who don't have any gold that are always scared of the gold diggers or put women down for saying that's what they want. But men and women look for different things. Men look for looks in women, for a woman that listens, for a woman that cooks, for whatever, whatever they want, the feminine stuff from a woman. Women tend to look for a provider. It's in our nature to look for that because we tend to look for that for our future children. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially also, A, if you don't have a good job and that's what you're looking for and you know that you're offering your looks and whatever else you're offering in exchange, that works too. But B, sorry, I have a great job, this podcast. And I'm writing a book. So I made good money. So yes, I'm not trying to have a boyfriend that I take care of. I'm not looking for a son. I'm looking for a guy that I'm attracted to and want to sleep with. And yes, if a guy's broke, I'm not attracted to you and I don't want to sleep with you. I'm not looking for a Ken doll to dress and to feed. No, thank you. So I'm not embarrassed to admit that. And I hate when people try to shame women for saying what they actually look for. Because men have no problem telling you that they're looking for a woman with you know, a, a woman that eats a lot, but then is a size zero and has big tits and an ass, but like is natural, natural like Kim Kardashian, because they don't know what natural actually means. Give me a break. Anyway, moving on. This is a good story. So I have a girlfriend who's very open about always only looking for guys with a lot of money. And I respect that. I love people. I rather be friends with people that are honest about who they are than people that pretend to be someone they're not and talk shit about girls like that when in reality, they're the same. And if I can tell you the worst type of girls, the worst type of influencers I've ever met in my life are actually like they're the worst people I've ever met in my life are fashion bloggers and beauty gurus. Because A, those people normally are born super rich. So they've never actually worked a day in their life. And they just created one time a YouTube channel because they had the time and the money from their family and they just never had to develop a good personality. And the reason fashion bloggers tend to be the worst humans I've ever met in my life is because it's mean girls that peaked in high school and they were never pretty or tall enough to be models. And the only way they could still get into fashion shows was by becoming a fashion blogger. <laughs> that sounds so mean, but it's the truth. That's why I prefer to be friends with if people are in entertainment, like writers, producers, actors, singers. I definitely try to stay away from influencers like that because they're just not good people. Ugh, gross. Ew. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So my girlfriend, here's my story about my friend. And this is where the advice is going to come from. This is the difference between being a placeholder and the one. And this is from a perspective of my girlfriend, who's a woman, and she was dating men. But this is great advice for women out there and for men. So she was dating this guy and he was treating her really, really well. But for whatever reason, she wanted to remain in an open relationship. She told them, like, I think you're so amazing and you're so good to me. And one day we'll be together. But right now I'm young and I want to enjoy myself and I want to have fun. So I hope you understand that I still want to date other people. And this something like this happens to us women all the time when men do this to women, where a man's like, you're the one for me, but I still want to date around. I'm not ready for a relationship. And people tend to think, oh, but they love me, but they show me how much they love me. They just have to realize that I'm the one. 
obviously like the jokes I was making in the beginning, this is where the lesson comes from. Cause now it's not a joke. And a lot of times people don't realize, no, you're just a placeholder because if a person really wanted to be with you, it's not bad timing. They're the wrong person. If they could have chosen to be with you by now, they would have been. So this is where the example comes from where it's my friend doing this to a guy versus the usual suspects when a guy does this to a girl. So this guy was perfect for her, but for whatever reason, she just wouldn't commit to him. And at one point I even believed her when she was saying it's, I'm young and I just want to explore, but like, I'm going to end up with him. I just know it. So she was dating two other men. One of the men she was dating, we went to Mexico together with this guy. She definitely did not like this man at all, but she just loved the vacation and the money he was giving her. And I respect that. Cool. At least I don't have to sleep with anyone to be in Mexico. So <laughs> I'm cool with that. Anyway. And then there was a third guy, this awesome guy who she really liked. At one point, her first guy, while she was in Europe, paid for an Uber for her to go see him. And I remember she told me that her first dude paid for an Uber to go see her third dude. And I know the first dude thought she will see how amazing I am. She will see how much I don't mind. She will see that I'm always there and she will love me for it. And you know what instead happened? She took him for granted. She even told me, I love him so much, but you know what? I couldn't believe that he did that. I couldn't believe that like, that's how he treated himself. Like the fact that I even told him, like, I can't believe you actually paid for an Uber for me to go see the other guy. And he was like, yeah, I know I'm such an idiot, but like, I love you so much. And I couldn't say no. Like he thought he was showing her how amazing he is. And us women, we do this all the time. We give too much to men too fast. And we think that will make me wife material. He will see what a giver I am. He will see how much I love him and he will respect me more. No, he will respect you less when you give when they don't deserve. My friend, I saw it in that moment. She respected her man a little bit less that he degraded himself and he lowered his own self-value and how much he loves himself by paying for her Uber to go see that third guy. Anyway, a few months go by. Next thing I know, there's an announcement on Instagram. She's engaged. Who is she engaged to? Not the first guy that she's been with for like two years while she was dating other people, but the guy she met, the guy she started dating a couple of months ago, the third guy that the first guy paid for an Uber for her to go see, she's engaged to him. Why? Because he's a billionaire. <laughs> So obviously she weighed out her options and she figured out that the third guy is the best option, but that's not the lesson here. The lesson is that the first guy waited around for her for a year or two and all the signs were there that he wasn't the one. And sometimes we sit and we blame the other person like, oh, they use me this and that. No, because eventually you have to wake up and you have to switch from your fantasy of where the relationship is and look at the reality. The reality was she didn't commit to this guy for a year to two years while she was dating other people. She had him as a placeholder. She liked him, but not enough to commit to him. And then the third guy came in and a few months later, she committed to him. She put a ring on her finger and I bet you they're exclusive. She found what she was looking for and it was never going to be the first guy. She may herself not have realized it because a lot of the time we think the person that's breaking our hearts is a terrible person when in reality, sometimes those people don't even know. They're not self-aware enough to understand why they're not feeling fully fulfilled with that first person. But after a while, there's only so many times you can blame the other person for treating you like shit and eventually 
you have to blame yourself for not walking away when you're supposed to. Like when he ordered the Uber for her to see the third guy and lowered his self-worth in that moment, he should have finally been hopefully like enough is enough. So the lesson here, like, yes, my friend did that to this guy or that's what she figured out. But this is a story that happens not just to men and not just to women. It happens to both. It happens to everyone. We've all been in a situation where we love someone so much and they treat us like a placeholder and we're too blind to notice it. And all the signs are there and we expect the other person to leave us when in reality, if we leave the door open, they're going to keep coming back around because it's convenient and they like the attention. And it's up to us to finally close the door and walk away because it's up to us to finally see the reality of the relationship versus the fantasy. So I thought that was really interesting. That's what I took from it. Obviously, I'm so happy for her and I hope she takes me on vacations with her and her fiance, who's a billionaire. Hopefully she doesn't forget about me because, <laughs> you know, I'm so tired of paying for my own vacations. It's exhausting. Yeah, I thought that was a really good, interesting lesson because I see it all the time. Like I've seen girls before who are 100% a placeholder for these men and they don't realize it. They think, oh, well, yeah, it's been five years. He hasn't proposed. That's because we're just not ready for marriage yet. No, it's because you're not a wife to him. And I've recently interviewed different men and I asked them if it really is true, this thing that I read, how men put women in three different categories when they meet them. And that's one, just to sleep with, not to date, not to marry. Number two, to date, be a girlfriend, but there's something that's missing about this woman. So she's not a wife. Number three, that's my future wife. And they put these women in these categories within A, the first date, and then they refigure it out within the first 90 days. And also research shows that men realize they love women faster than women do. And it's around, I think the research shows it's around the 84th day. On average, it takes men 84 days to realize that they love a woman. Pretty wild. But I don't know. I just thought that's some food for thought. Man, I had so much more to share and to tell you guys, but... Okay, so I guess I will close this on by something a lot of people have been asking me of where I buy my clothes. So recently I've had a lot of expenses, including switching podcast networks, which is very costly for podcast people like me, not like me, podcast hosts, because when you're switching networks, you end up putting a hold on getting paid for a minute and I've had to pay property taxes, all this. I don't know why I'm telling you guys. Anyway, I love shopping so much. But I had to switch where I was buying clothes because I realized all the materials, they all make them in China and it's all the same shit. But on Revolve, they'll charge you $400 for a dress that you can probably buy on Etsy for $50. So some recent websites where I've been buying my clothes for cheaper has been, I want to give you guys, Tiger Mist, Lioness Fashion, Hello Molly. My current outfit is from Frankie Bikinis. They're kind of expensive. So the other ones I just mentioned are cheaper. But yeah, I've been kind of playing around with random European brands and random overseas brands that are cheaper than shopping for $400 dresses or Revolve. And I just recently ordered all of them. So, oh, also Jaded. Jaded is another site that has cheap clothes. So yeah. I hope that helps, but that's where I've been buying my clothes from. It's been cheaper and I like it and it's the same shit. 
Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this short whatever episode. Wish me good luck with me and my husband. He hasn't reached out yet to tell me about where we're going on our date yet, but I'm going to assume it's because he's sitting around and like really thinking how to give me the best date in the world and how to make it special. And that's why I haven't heard from him yet. So super excited on my date with my future husband. You are all invited to our wedding. And yeah, I guess I'm taken. (laughs) That's crazy. Okay. Love you guys. Have a beautiful rest of your week. And We have an amazing Thursday episode coming up. Bye.